are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, I want to share with you some things that have happened to me over the years. Now, these didn't happen all in one year or one week or one month. is over a period of years. And some of them I did not recognize as being supernatural deliverance, but I can look back and see now that they were, and many of you can do the same thing. Like I said, I'm sharing these with you not to get you to just believe in somebody's experience because we're sharing the Word of God to back up this, and I think sometimes it helps us to hear some things that has happened to other people. Now, I remember in Indiana, we were going up into the northern part of the United States to minister, and we were about to land at a certain place in Indiana, and I heard the tower operator talking to another airplane. There were student pilots. I mean, it was clear that day, but it was scattered flying students everywhere. <laughs> I mean, everywhere you looked, there was somebody trying to land or on final or something. Anyway, we had been cleared to land. We were on final, and I heard this controller say to the student, said, turn right immediately, turn right immediately. You have an aircraft 12 o'clock at half a mile, and that doesn't sound too close on the ground, but in the air, when you're moving as fast as you are, that's pretty close. And I looked out to my right, and there was this student pilot, you know, looking in my window. Now, normally, that'd be a frightening situation to anyone. But I had a peace. It did not disturb me at all. There was no adrenaline flowing within me, you know. It did not frighten me at all. There was just a great calm that came over me. Now, that's not natural. That's supernatural. I knew that my angel had charge over me. Now, somebody said, well, how did you know that, Brother Caps? Because I'd been confessing it for 15 years. I built faith in that, see. And this is why that we can go through bad situations and never have any fear. Never be oppressed, because Isaiah said, Thou shalt be far from oppression, for thou shalt not fear. Now, I remember a certain situation. This was several years ago. This was back probably 10 or 15 years ago. I remember I was going to a certain place to teach in a banquet or something in a church. I was farming at the time, and my rotating beacon on my airplane was not working, which needs to be working if you're going to fly at night. I had really planned to drive there, but we had got a truck stuck in the field. We was combining rice and harvesting rice and had to stay longer home than I intended to. And so I had to fly to get there on time. So I just simply prayed to the Lord. I said, now, Lord, you know that rotating beacon's out and haven't had time to get it fixed or hadn't done it. And I said, I'm going to have to fly. There's just no other way that I can get there. So I'm just going to leave it up to you to see that something's done here, you know, about this. Well, when I got out of the service that night and went to the airport, it was one of them old dark nights. I mean, you couldn't see your hand before your face. And I cranked the airplane up and turned my wing lights on and just reached over and turned the rotating beacon on, you know, and the thing just started working perfect. Now, I don't know whether it was a shot bulb or what, but I know it hadn't worked for like two months and it just been laying off to get it fixed and hadn't. But it worked that night. It worked perfect. Now, that was supernatural. Wasn't anything spectacular. But it was supernatural. Now, someone said, well, you know, I'm trying to get God to put headlights in my car now. And I don't <laughs> See, you've always got somebody that takes emergency situation like this and tries to get God to do it in an everyday situation where you could do it yourself and had the time to do it. That's just not the normal way that things work. 
Now, another situation that happened, we were in Corpus Christi, Texas, in a motel room. We was teaching a seminar there. My wife and I, we left the room one morning to go to the restaurant, and I had gone out first to punch the elevator, and she came on a little later, and I kept waiting on her and waiting on her, and finally she came down, and she said, Now, I couldn't get the door shut to the room. I said, I'd pull it to them, but said, When you push on it, it's open. They said, It won't latch. And she said, I did everything I could, but I couldn't get it shut. So she just said, Angels, you just have to watch over our stuff. So we went to the restaurant. When we came back, we had to use a key to get in the room. And the door was locked. So that night when we were going to service, I just decided I'm going to get this door fixed before we leave. I mean, no use of overworking the angels. So I got to working on the door trying to adjust the deal where the latch would go in it and lift up on it, push down on it, and it just absolutely wouldn't fit. It just wouldn't work. So I tried, I guess, for 10 minutes. Finally, I said, well, angels, you're going to have to take care of this thing because we've got to go. So we left and went to the service. Now, when we came back, same thing again. We had to use the key to get in. The door was locked and latched. Now, that's a small thing. It may seem insignificant to you. It's not spectacular, but it's supernatural. And I'll tell you, these things happen every day if you'll believe for No, they're not the spectacular things, but they're the supernatural things that happen. In Hickory, North Carolina one time, I remember we were going there for a meeting. And uh, on the way, in fact, we were flying this airplane, 1500 Lima. And the radar in that airplane had gone out on me and had gone out several times. And I had carried it back, and the guy thought he had it fixed, and then it'd go out again. So on this trip, it'd gone out, and we were flying through some rain storm clouds, and I was really needing that radar. And we got down there by the controller vectoring us around some thunderstorms, and I told my wife, I said to my wife, now, I always wondered after that, what if I'd have said, well, this radar is going to work now? <laughs> but I said to my wife, now, when we get to Hickory, there'll be somebody there that'll fix this radar. Well, I said that in faith. Now, when we got to Hickory, North Carolina, and I asked about it, they said, uh, there is nobody here that even works on radios, much less radar. So we locked the airplane up, went to the meeting, came back two days later, got in it, and took off for Charlotte, North Carolina. And it was still thunderstorming. So it just occurred to me the faith statement I'd made. So I just reached over and turned the radar on. And I want you to know it worked perfectly. Worked all the way to Charlotte painted all the cells, and we got around all the cells just fine, and that was supernatural. Now, it wasn't spectacular maybe, but it's supernatural. Now, these things happen in emergency situations. Now, the next day after we'd been on PTL, we started home, it was clear, and the weather was fine, and we turned the radar on. I just turned it on just see, <laughs> and it wouldn't work a lick. Somebody said, if God did it, angels did it, it's still been fixed. Listen, you know, God's not in the business a mechanic business or electronic business, he'd put everybody else out of business if he were. And when I went home, I told the electronic guy that's working on it, I said, now, I prayed about it before I turned it over to him, and I said this to God. I said, God, I'm charging the angels to show this guy what's wrong with it. He worked on it four or five times. And I expect them to do it. Angels, ministering spirits, you show him. You know what's wrong with it. Show him what's wrong with it. And, I mean, he found it in just a few minutes, and it worked fine after that. Never did have any more trouble with it. Well, there again, not spectacular, but supernatural. See, now these all line up with scriptural things. 
there's things that we need to realize that divine protection is available through the ministry of angels. I remember one time in Dallas, Texas, I came off a freeway and at the bottom of the ramp I was turning into the Paramart and a car had pulled up in the place I was turning over there and I stopped at the bottom of that off-ramp, which was a bad thing to do. car coming from behind uh, wasn't watching what he was doing evidently and hit me doing about 60 mile an hour. It totaled that rental car out. It burst the fuel tank and gasoline went everywhere. I remember feeling like as I was shifted around in that car, it felt like I was just a bunch of feather pillows all around me. Now, I had been praying in the Spirit. In fact, I was praying in the Spirit when the car hit me. And there was no fire. No one was injured, miraculously. No one was injured. Totaled both cars. There was no fire. I didn't even have a whiplash. Now, that is supernatural. And then after that, I was reading here where it says that he will cover thee with his feathers. <laughs> I like that a runaway because I know the angels surrounded me to keep me from being hurt. Divine, supernatural protection. But, you see, we have to believe God for these things and confess the Word of God. I remember one time flying my airplane out to the northwest part of the country. I, at that time, I was flying an airplane that only held four hours and a half fuel. I got lost and in some weather out there, and we flew five hours and 25 minutes. My brother had already told the controller, well, he's down somewhere because he's out of gas. But when we landed and they filled my tanks up, I still had 17 gallons of fuel in my tanks. Now, that's supernatural. I don't know how God did it. I don't know what the angels carried fuel and poured in those tanks. I don't know. But I know that the fuel was there. It was supernatural, beyond. Never did do that before. Never did do it after. But you see, that's supernatural things. But you have to believe for these things. Now, I want to talk to you and finish this up by saying how you can get your angels to work for you. See, I said that to just show you that sometimes there's supernatural things happening to you, but you've been looking for the spectacular and missed it. And we see we need to look for the supernatural. Not just go seeking after supernatural things, but be aware of these things that happen. Psalms 103, 19 and 20, he says, His angels hearken to the voice of his word. They hearken to the voice of his word. Now, we've mentioned this, but it bears repeating. See, the word has no voice. Psalm 91 won't ever say a thing to you if you don't read it, if you don't quote it. The angels hearken to the voice of God's word. Now, the Bible says, Psalm 107, verse 20, said God sent his word and healed them, delivered them from all their destruction. Well, God sent his word and did that. But the angels hearken to the voice of God's word. Now, this word here has no voice unless you give it voice. And if you don't give the word of God voice, then the angels are not hearkening to it. You have to give it voice. It is your verbal speaking of what God has said that the angels are listening to. See, they're designed to hearken to the voice of the word of God. Your voice is the only voice the word of God has. You have to give voice to it. I appreciate so much you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Trust you've been blessed by the Word of God. Our CD offer this week is CD offer number 7125, End Time Ministry of Angels. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. 
Now we know that the Bible tells us that the angels are ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who are heirs of salvation. In the parable of the sower in Matthew 13, Jesus reveals that the angels bind the tares in bundles just before the harvest comes. And the harvest is not the end of the world. The harvest here is the rapture of the church in the first part of this parable. It's a very plain prophetic profile of the rapture of the church. It says, let them grow together until harvest. The end time harvest is going to be greater than all the other harvest. And the angels are fully involved in it. The angels in the book of Revelation will preach the everlasting gospel. They'll fly through the heavens. In fact, if you want to really get an understanding of what angels do in the end time ministry, read the book of Revelation. In the 14th chapter, verse 6 says, And I saw another angel fly in the midst of the heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to them that dwell on the earth, to every nation, kindred, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God, give glory to Him, for the hour of His judgment is come, and worship Him that made heaven and earth, the sea, and the fountains of the water. And they followed another angel, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, the great city, because she has made her nations drink of the wine of her wrath of her fornication. The third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast in his image, and receive the mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God. Well, this happens in the end-time ministry of angels. You really need this. It'll be a blessing to you. That's offer number 7125, a single CD for a total of $11. The toll-free order line is one eight seven seven three nine six ninety four hundred. Until tomorrow, this Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call one eight seven seven three nine six ninety four hundred, or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.